little girls. This seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon. Are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm going? Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And it's that time again when we review a 35mm film that I saw before Marina was born. And now I'm showing it to her. One of my favourite films ever. Last year it was Les Amants du Pont Neuf. This year it was... The and Long Lawrence Le- of Arabia. Yeah. Oh no, that was 70, wasn't it? 70 that was 70mm. Okay. And that was the year before. Oh, was and it? that was before I was born. Right. But... But these are films that I saw in the cinema when they first came out in the lighthouse in both occasions. But this year it was The Long Day Closes, which is one of my all time top 10. Love this film. Did you enjoy it, Marina? Yes. Oh, I was expecting you to go. No, only kidding. No, but you I can't really, hold back, can no. you? No, this film is actually stunning. It's so gorgeous and it's so simple, but it's just yeah. so beautiful and nostalgic. It makes you feel so nostalgic, even though oh, yeah. I'm not from that time. But yeah, I felt so nostalgic of like childhood and everything. And it was just, it was beautiful. The, the cinematography was amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved that scene. Where it's from above. That is my the favorite. Tammy? Yeah. Oh my God. Perfect. Because I was actually going to warn you of that. I was nearly going to say before we went in, I said my favorite, one of my favorite moments in cinema is coming in this film and I was going to say Tammy give you a clue and I said no no just let it happen what is Tammy? Tammy Tammy's the song over it Tammy Tammy's in love this is the long shot yeah going over the church the and church the and, the and the everything yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's amazing yeah and I can remember seeing it because I saw this film in the original Lighthouse in 92 and I remember that time in that film I said oh this is one of my favourite films this is my favourite film I yeah. just love this from that moment I said, and I even said and I love this cinema for showing it because the light was the only place yeah. it was on I just said this is what I love going to films for Yeah. and I just felt it there again today no, it's beautiful like even the, the scenes with smoke um, everything was perfect like when is this from from? the film itself? Yeah. 92 but oh, it's 92, set, okay. It's set in the 50s. Like, it's Jesus, his, it's his if, own childhood. You feel like it, it It was filmed in the 50s. Yeah. Well, it's so perfectly recreated. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the thing about it is, because I'd seen his previous... This is... Well, it's his third film. His first film was just a collection of shorts that they put together. But his second film, um, Distant Voices Still Lies, which I seen in the film festival in 88, I remember going to see it knowing nothing about it. And about halfway through, I was going, well, when is it getting started? It's even more so than this because all that one is is just purely scenes from a life, working class life in Liverpool. But it's no kid involved. It's his parents' life or yeah. his family's life. And they're all different all over the place. But it's still brilliant. Yeah. Um, but you just keep waiting. Yeah, but when's the story? What's the story? And then suddenly you realise just towards the end, there actually isn't a story. No, yeah. And in this one, it's just more centred because it's about Bud, the boy. Yeah. Which is him. It's his own childhood. Yeah. And he was bullied at school. And it's, and you get that. Like, I mean, you feel so sorry for that kid. Yeah. Your heart is broken by him. Like, even the bit where he's looking at his friend running by with another kid. Yeah. And he doesn't have him anymore. And then he says to his mom, can I, go to, I can't go to the cinema on my own. Yeah. All these little bits are yeah. heartbreaking and so spot on and I recognise 
bits from my own childhood in it, even though it was this is the fifties. Oh, this is it, yeah. Everyone's child is in yeah. there, but even the bit where he's reciting the prayers, yeah, and he says stuff that means nothing to him, yeah. Like he says, "Oh Jesus, it is not the agony of your cross that makes you suffer, but the burden of my sins that are laid yeah. upon you." And you just go, "He's a child, yeah." And the and the uh, way he says, "And I and I love you, and thou shall make me whatever." And I was yeah. like, "And never separate yeah. from me again." <laughs> Do you even know what you're saying? Do but you he, even, yeah. he believes it. He's yeah. fervent about it. Exactly. And this is because Terence James himself, I saw him in, I've seen him several interviews with him after. And he has said that he was totally engrossed with this. He turned against it completely as he grew up. Like he's totally anti-church yeah. now. Anti-everything. Like yeah. He's really anti-establishment guy. But he was utterly obsessed with this. This yeah. was culture and he believed, this was what he was brought up and meant to believe. Until he said, this is nonsense. Yeah. This is attitude. Um, but the whole thing about it is like there isn't really but there is still a story of a life like it's snapshots from that time everything is so real yeah you can see this is and it's perfect hist, it's historical record like yeah. you just see this is exactly what life was like at yeah. that time and some of it is so funny yeah no like, I, I like I loved the 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 fat woman I don't yeah. want to say fat anymore but the bigger woman yeah. um, I thought she was hilarious but she's spot on yeah. it's just it yeah. reflects the culture exactly yeah. what they're like what people from Liverpool talk yeah. how they talk and how witty they are yeah. with their put downs <laughs> like when the husband goes that people are you have to be nice people are people yeah. well they're not grapefruit are they <laughs> no, but even when she says you should shave so should you <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, so brilliant. Sort of banter, yeah. brilliant and you immediately feel from yeah. they love each other yeah like it's the love in yeah. throughout this film is all over it it's well you can so see striking. you can see that in the moment where they sing together the yeah. two of them and you can see how because she's this really big in like bad bad woman in, in the sense that she's like she's tough oh, and yeah. she doesn't take shit and all this and you know you can clearly see she wears the pants and whatever but then when they're sitting down and they're singing you can see she is so sensitive in that moment mm. and you know and so vulnerable and and you see that so it, just, it was just brilliant and i, I loved him as well i think they're, they're a yeah. lovely couple yeah i mean but she say and she sings so well yeah like so does he though but well, she has this real yeah. harsh liverpudlian yeah. voice nothing wrong with that i love the liverpool yeah. life, particularly in this sort of context but it's just it's a real no nonsense voice yeah and then she sings in this gentle lilting yeah. thing like this film is well, just full yeah. of songs this is what I mean it, it was just it's it, it was such a um, a delicate moment and how she transitioned into that you know mm. and it was just like a different side of her but it was beautiful yeah you know she's such a softy as well you know yeah. and she hides that by being like uh well, this well, I mean, this is that, that's the way those people are. They will never yeah. show their sensitive side, but it's there, and it's yeah. so obvious. Like even the bit where she was, sing, she said before she started singing, when they're singing another song, she said that was me mom's favorite song, yeah. and just a simple throwaway line. And then earlier on, you have Bud's mother saying, Same, "My dad yeah. used to always sing that," and he just says, "Grandpa O'Brien," yeah. and she just says, "Yes," and she's crying. Yeah, and then just cuts to something else. It's all moments. Yeah. It's postcards from a time. There's no necessarily consistent story. There is. Well, because you can see the story of yeah. him, but ultimately it's uh, not. It's but just at the same bits. time, yeah, because that's how you remember your childhood. Yeah. You don't remember this, uh, like a um, linear, line. linear, yeah, thing like of events going on in your life until no, it's just it's bits of it, and that's what 
makes you feel nostalgic because it's bits like the Christmas bit and there's mm. bits of, you know, families and then you're growing up and you're seeing your brothers go out with their girlfriends and, you know, and then you, you go to, to family events and then, you know, you're sitting around, you're the child sitting around loads of grown-ups and they're all chatting and you're just there. And, you know, and it's 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 those bits that, that remind you of your childhood, even though when put together, they don't really make a story but they are a story yeah the story yeah. of a life yeah I just thought it was brilliant and I thought the actor was great as well he's, that's the only film he's ever done really because I felt yeah. like I recognised him no, from something no he's, he's because I remember checking up on that after and he's a fireman now or something someone just wrote he went on to be a fireman or something like that good for him because he's grown up now yeah. 27 years ago but he's so good he's so good in the part he's really touching yeah and he's so sweet and lovable and genuine yeah and but still very much a kid of the time. Like, yeah. there'll be kids like that now, I'd say. But even that with the, the level of detail in it that are clearly from Terence Davies, that's the director, his memory. Like, one part, when he's watching them cycle off and this guy comes out of the shop and puts away the shelters, the stand over it. Like, it's just something simple that... I've seen that done myself in the 70 BBC. Yeah. But this is just something he would remember and he just throws yeah. it in there as another little detail. But it's the whole, like this. It's on in the IFI because it's a season of films about memory. Because that's what it all is. It's just memories. But it's not even just logical memories of, of scenes from life. The soundtrack then just has bits from film. Yeah. Uh, which that's why the whole time like that had totally inappropriate to the context. Like yeah. Tammy in Love is Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. Singing. It's a Hollywood film, and she's singing that song to perfectly accompany all these scenes of working class life in, in Liverpool in the 1950s yeah. church cinema school the whole lot all seen from above gliding yeah. it's magnificent yeah. and then the clips even little bits of clips like in that Tammy one they also have a voiceover going a quote from another film where when it shows the priest holding up the communion and it just says and there in the pulpit speaking interminable nonsense was the was the Reverend Henry Dascoigne and that's from Kind Hearts and Coronets. I know the film. It's just, it's Alec Guinness. It's, it's a character Alec Guinness. But it's just a little throwaway bit there. He just remembers a bit from one film, throws it in yeah. here. Nothing to do with anything, but yeah. it reflects because it's in the church. It's yeah. details of that. And I absolutely adore this film. Watching it again, I was saying, this has to be, I keep saying one of my favourite films because I keep saying, going back, comedy was my favourite film. This is my favourite film. Yeah. Today, this is my favourite film. I yeah. love this so much. No, I really, it's that's in my top favourite films as well because it's just, I, this is what I like about cinema when it's done like this it's the simplicity it doesn't have yeah. to mean anything it's not meant and this is why because it wasn't probably meant for any capitalist reason to make money or whatever no it's just oh, a beautiful no. um, film that has sentimental value to someone who just made a film about their memory of being a child yeah. and that's what makes it so beautiful because it's not meant to be anything else other than that yeah. and oh, I just I, I really really enjoyed it I really like you're hypnotised by it you're caught you're yeah. su- sucked into it and it's the perfect length as well it's only 85 minutes that's what I was going to say that was short like compared oh, yeah. to but I think if it had gone to. on a bit longer it would have yeah. been too long it's just right Yeah. and even then to the last four minutes because I did read that before on MDB are that just classical with the clouds Yeah. it's just the classical piece along their clothes and it's just beautiful it just fades out it looks so rich everything yeah. in the film and that is just a perfect ending well, you, and I like the fact that I didn't even notice it was a, it's a long take of the clouds but you're just looking at it yeah. and listening to the music and you're just like you're watching it and then when it ends I'm like 
oh my god like it's like you're hi- you're hypnotized and then it yeah. comes to the end you're like oh I didn't realise it was going to end you're kind of expecting it to go longer but I agree with you in saying that it, that was the perfect time to end it yeah. it was the perfect length and even that with the music itself because the music throughout is just so random but yeah. at the same time very specific to him so you have even the opening you have classic, oh, yeah. a classical oh, yeah. piece yeah, with like, the opening credits and, and a, a pot of flowers yeah and it has all the opening credits at the start yeah. which is like typical of films of the 50s or whatever but yes piece of classical music and then followed by the 20th century Fox logo yeah. like that's music in there as well then there's all these songs from the 50s and so on and then there's classical music in there as well all the way through and then people just singing yeah. roles. it's full of music yeah. the whole way through and it's just but there's very little dialogue it's yeah. all in their gestures and the the looks and the bits of dialogue were the witty bits and then the more it was him like mm. even the the bits at the school like that's just my mom used to, my mom got that my mom was born in the 70s but she when she was growing up there was still the the hand thing oh yeah mine hand as well be, yeah where yeah. you'd be hitting the hand I got it. hit several times well you see in that the teacher like he's a total savage yeah. because he's hitting them on day one to let them yeah. know this is what they'll get yeah. on the rest of the time and we used to get that like I remember when we were at the cusp of when they replaced corporal punishment with getting lines we preferred the corporal punishment like you just got a whack yeah. over and done with you try 500 lines when you went home that evening <laughs> screw that yeah. but yeah but I recognise that but it was like those times would have been vicious and particularly the whole contempt that the adults had in the school yeah. for the kids I remember even the nurse with yeah. lice, lice. And then when she's when he goes to see her afterwards and she said, I suppose you've been scratching it, you horrible little boy or something like yeah. this. This just, they're people of care. Yeah. And this is the way they regard them. Well, yeah, it's that, bit, that bit reminded me a lot of my childhood, the lice, because I had lice six times. Okay. And it, it was so annoying to me because I was friends with everyone. I always say, why are you hanging out with people with lice? I have to keep <laughs> combing your hair every day. And every night I'd sit on my mum's bed and be like that. You can't see me, obviously, but I'm showing it to me. And it would be like that. Yeah, head back. And she'd be going through it all with a blanket. And she's like... Oh, God. And she's like, get into the shower and now. And small little white combs. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And she'd like, really get on it. And I'm like, oh, do that again, do that Because it would really itch. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah do <laughs> and she'd do it all. And then she'd send me into the shower. And then after the shower, she'd comb it again one more time. And then she'd dry my hair every single night. God bless my mother. <laughs> no wonder. She, she's no patience with me anymore. <laughs> but she used it all times, up at that yeah, time. Six times. And I remember um, when they, they went to get a haircut as well because of the lice. Yeah. And my mum used to say to me, and I got my haircut short and she said, you might as well just shave your head. <laughs> so, so yeah, see, I just... So, 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 so there in an English film set in Liverpool in yeah. 1950s is something for a Brazilian girl to recognise <laughs> from... Not from long from ago, from 2000 and something, something, yeah. Still there. 2007, <laughs> eight. <laughs> but you, you said everyone about how like it's not made for money or anything like that. That's another thing I love about yeah. it. The entire funding for this film and I think all his films was provided by the British Film Institute. It's really? it's a film well certainly the first film the first film as I said, the very first one was just three shorts that he made over a number of years. So that would have been funded yeah. by the second one, Distant Voices to Lives, was produced by Channel Four and 
the British Film Board and this one was just British Film like it was they were made with no intention of ever making yeah. money back well, this they're is just it. pieces of art I think that would have cost about half a million like they're very low budget films he yeah. says very little money because he's very good at doing it Yeah. but it's made without ever any intention of commercial success it's made to be a piece of art and this is what film funding should be for like this yeah. is what I think it doesn't happen here because we see the same old crap coming out. This is magnificent thing. And the fact that now, 27 years after it's made, we can watch it in a cinema. Yeah, in and still enjoy it and appreciate it. And still think it's an And relate piece. to it as well, yeah. yeah. And I remember after that, he made two films in America which didn't do particularly well. And if they don't do well, you're gone as far as So he disappeared for years with no sign. And I was going back because he will be my favourite filmmaker. Everything he's made is brilliant. And then he came back. He's made three more since. One of which is on Netflix. I can't remember the name, but I'll tell you. It's about Emily Dickinson, the poet. And this is Oh, as as yeah, I, I saw that, I think. Did you see the film? It's something sister, isn't it? No. No? No, I think it's Jennifer Eel is in it and your woman out of Sex in the City is in it as Emily Dickinson. I thought, yeah, no. but I thought the name was something sister. Anyway. No, I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, when that was on at the film fest, Terence Davies was there being interviewed. Now, he's wonderful guy like he's so funny because he's very camp and like he's gay but and he, you, you can see think, that oh yeah, that, yeah that's, that's yeah, what's coming through it's very subtle but yeah. you can see it like you can tell that it's yeah well he was and he's been bullied about it like the hints are there and he was bullied relentlessly like he has said in interviews he said he hates being gay because of the fact of the time he was in yeah the time he lived in it was just completely unacceptable like the whole religious thing and yeah. all that and he's just never got over that but he's accepted himself to accept. but he's just been when he was being interviewed someone had said to him says, why are your films always so miserable and he just said well it's, it's a gift yeah. <laughs> but they're not miserable that's yeah. what it, they're, it's very sad in many yeah. respects but it's so it's uplifting at the same time because yeah. it's a real yeah. celebration of life the world everything yeah. and cinema I agree so we've now found a joint favourite film we have a, quite a few another joint favourite yeah. film I well, mean, this, this Born one, Yesterday um, is one of them as well. Yeah. That's why I, I, my mother used to always say to me, why do you have to have favourites of anything? Yeah. Just love everything. Exactly. Um, this is why so, me and your mum would have been great friends. Yes. She would have been your favourite other person's mother. Yeah. See, you're not meant to have favourites. You're just defying her again. So she wouldn't have tolerated yeah. that. She probably would have said to me, you're like the child I've never had. <laughs> and that would have been, yes, I am. <laughs> and, and look never mind, Patrick and Mick. I'm <laughs> just going... Yeah, they're the children I never... Anyway. <laughs> never just, gave it to get rid of. Yeah, you're like the child I never had. I thank God for that. <laughs> that, could, that could have been taken from this film. That's the sort of thing they would say. So, I'm give your marks out of 10 for the long day closes. What? I'm joking. 100. <laughs> 10. Okay, Definitely and obviously yeah. I'm giving it five stars. I'm yeah. so delighted you loved that as well. Will you be looking out for more Terence Davies films? Yes. I'm really be curious to see what you think about the previous one, Distant Voice Still Life, because it's the same thing again. Yeah. Like it's just full of scenes. It's a lot harder in that it's not as lighthearted, if you like, as this with Celebration, but it's still, it's the same approach. Right. Okay, okay um, we'll leave it there. Thank you for listening. I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. Woo! Wish I knew if he knew what I'm dreaming of. Tell me, tell me, tell me.